0: That's good. That's good. Yeah, we gonna make the, we gonna make the devil mad all day today. This is the first, right? Pastor ain't got a suit code on. This the first. You see, I figure if Trevor can do it, I can do it. You see, what I'm saying, yeah only difference is that's, that's their style, the millennial style. When you get 75 or 76 now, 76, and it's warm in the building, I'm doing it because I'm overheating. And if you all see it, I'm wearing masks. Some of you might want to go back to masks because this thing's going back again. Like myself, I'm on, you know, doing that radiation infusion. So I'm not sick. I'm just protecting myself. And Some of the masks, you know, if you can wear it, if you want to wear it, wear it. One of the things that I like about the gospel, it causes me to edit myself.
1: That's right.
0: You know, I'm not one of these uh, Christian people that looks to read it to point fingers at others. The first thing that I look at as a pastor, excuse me, as a husband, father, grandfather, pastor, friend, whatever, Am I doing what I need to do to be the God man to set an example for those around me? Teach. It is our job as Christians, we need to keep it together. Yeah. We can see right now that all over the country, like I tell you, uh, Satan is just trying to destroy ministries. Yeah, that's right. He can't destroy ministries unless he destroys disciples and ministers. And everybody that is a Christian that's taken Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior is a disciple. Mm -hmm. A disciple means that you are a follower of Christ. Christian means Christ-like. And so we're going to talk briefly today about something. It's important to me, and it's going to sound like I'm repeating myself like I usually do. I am. And so uh, Paul earned the right to say a lot of things that would intimidate the average Christian. In the book of Philippians 4, 1 through 9, there's, a, there's some issues going on in the church, and I'm glad that for once they're talking about the issues that's going on with women because it's always men getting beat up. The Bible just beats us up all the time, you know? And, some, and, and so for, there's a little issue in the church, and he briefly deals with that, and then he gets back at all of us. And so a lot of times in churches when people have a problem, And some churches, denominations, first thing they want to do is chastise them and put them out of the church or such and such. But Paul lets us know here that no, 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 no. People are saved. They're still going to have issues and disagreements, right? right. We all don't have to agree with everything together the same because we have different needs. Say parable. parable. Some people need what the Republicans are doing. That's where their needs at. Some people need what the Democrats are doing, right? And some people feel that they don't want to deal with any of them, mm-hmm. you see? But he said, let every man be pa-
1: persuaded. persuaded.
0: Right. So we don't, we don't have to have all this separation, and especially in churches, because we are supposed to be the example yes, to the world. And, you know, people outside the church, because here's what happens. People outside the church, when they go to work, people are looking at you. And so there are certain things that needs to stay within the Christian yes rim, because folks look for an a, a reason not to go to church anyway. And, right, and a lot of that is because, like I say, sometimes is so-called Christians are there. And see, and you'd be surprised at how many people who don't go to church know the Bible. That's right. right. You see, yeah, they know it. They just you know, Satan knew it. He Christ. Did it right, and so. As we look into this, Paul starts out with, for this reason, brothers and sisters, my joy, he talks about joy. It's joy. I love the word joy, mm-hmm. you see. And remember now, he's, he's, he's a, let's just do it like, this would be me talking to you, okay? I mean, there's a, still a joy in ministry. If you don't have the joy in ministry, if you don't have the joy in being a disciple, then something is wrong with your commitment to Christ, that's
1: right.
0: Because this should be a joyful thing, brother. Read, please. You bet.
1: And he says, and Crown, whom I dearly love, I cannot wait to see you again."
0: And, and the, the, the excitement that he has about this church—he says, "I just can't wait to see you again." Mm-hmm. You see, and not all the times should it be pastors, but we ought to be able to see each other. We ought to be excited about on Sundays to be able to see each other, because you never know when it's going to end. That's right. that's right, All right?
1: He says, continue to stand firm in the Lord. Now,
0: this is one of the things that's hurting us. We have to stand firm. Now, if he's telling us to stand firm, then that means some things are going to come to try to shake up our world. That's right. But that's right. we got to stand firm in the Lord. You don't, we don't have the strength to deal with some of the issues and situations that come up in life. But our faith, our faith Causes us to stand firm. It doesn't matter if it's whether it be cancer, diabetes, blood pressure, or death, divorces, all this stuff, life. Mm-hmm. But we have to stand firm in our faith. That's right. And sometimes it's, we have to stand firm for other people. Yes. yes, if we stand firm in our faith, then we are willing to serve other people. That's right. Because that's what we're called to do, all right?
1: And then he says, and follow my instructions in this letter, beloved. Yeah. Euodia and Syntyche, I urge you to put aside your differences, agree, and work together
0: in the Lord. So these, these two ladies were having some issues with each other. Some people go and talk to church, today, but we're going to call these two ladies. Whatever. And he says he urges them to put aside their differences and agree to work together. We all don't have to agree with each other. That's right. All right? So if we've got to put aside our disagreements... Yes, we got to put aside that stuff and work together in the Lord. And once we do, I'm telling you, it works. It can go in a household, it can be a church. Put your disagreements aside and work in the Lord. That's right. Do you understand? Let me tell you what this brother thinks is none of my business. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? What I think ain't none of his business. We put that stuff away, and we do the work for the Lord. That's right. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right? You all know I've been married 52, 53. I'm just joking. I know. 52. <laughs> right? <laughs> you see? <laughs> okay, let me fix it right, sir. I'm start all over, can't start? Start over. Me and Sister Gwen have been married a long time. Very nice. That'll work every you time, right? I can see. And so, this what happens is, you all don't think we had disagreements? You lost your mind. Come on. You see? Make it real. We have, we've had disagreements. But for you to stay there, you've got to put that mess aside. You got to put that sense aside and put the Lord in the middle. Because usually, when you've been married as long as us, the truth is I'm wrong, she's wrong, God's right. That's right. Let me tell you how to do some counseling, you married folks in here. Give three chairs her, you, him. That's right. Him meaning God.
1: That's
0: right. Are you with me? So, he's telling them in the church to put away their disagreements. All right? And Can y'all says- do that? We shouldn't Christians should never have issues. They can disagree, but they ought to not have issues.
1: That's right. That's
0: right. You see? All right.
1: And then he says, yes, Syzigus, loyal friend, I enlist you to please help these women. So he's
0: he's telling the people in the church to help these women. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people need a third person to get in there to help them to figure out and to tell them that this is about Christ. Do you understand? So when you have a disagreement in the church, and you see some disagreement, they don't need a sermon. They need for you to help them to move them egos out of the way.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: You see what I'm saying? And you can't have an ego going in there.
1: That's right. All right? They, along with Brother Clement and many others, have worked by my side to spread the good news of the gospel.
0: These women were very important to him. They were spreading the good news of the gospel. They were saved. Mm-hmm. You see? Saved people have disagreements. Y'all do know that, don't That's you? Right. You see? But we've got to bring ourselves together. I don't know if we have some in here. You might disagree with someone, this, this or that, whatever. No, no, no. It ain't about you.
1: That's
0: right. It's about how we're going to preserve the gospel in our lives. Yes. All right?
1: He went on to say that they have their names recorded in the book of life. So they're saved,
0: period. We'll go on.
1: Most of all, friends, always rejoice in the Lord. And I like how
0: he gets that all out the way he wants. Rejoice in the Lord. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing like rejoicing in the Lord. That's right. Sometimes when when you're sitting there, and many of you went through sicknesses and all of this, you just rejoice. You say, Lord, thank you. That's right. You see, I remember sitting in there when they was... Uh, Going through the chemo, and you know, you sit there three hours. I said, Lord, thank you for those that have developed this chemo that's that's going to help me to survive or be cancer free. Thank you, Lord. Get off the condition and thank God that you're able to thank Him because there's some folks who cannot thank Him.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Do you understand what I'm saying? So you rejoice, no matter what your situation is, learn to rejoice in the Lord. And never get tired of saying it. Rejoice. That's right. We ought to be, Christians ought to be, we are. hey, you can turn the news on and we're right. Mm-hmm. The Bible is right. We ought to rejoice. I am so glad that I am a Christian and I'm saved yes. yes. and filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm so Amen. glad of that.
1: Amen.
0: You see, so I rejoice in the Lord. All right? then he says in verse 5, keep your gentle nature. Here's where it gets tough at. He done told you to rejoice, but then he's saying keep your gentle nature. That means that we should have a gentle nature so that all people will know what it looks like to walk in his footsteps. His footsteps meaning Christ's footsteps. What kind of nature you have. You should have a gentle nature. This is what needs to be in every household. It needs to be in every marriage. Mm -hmm. Yes, every family every church. Yes. We ought to have a gentle nature, and we walk in the foots. You can't walk in the foots of Christ and not have a gentle nature. Mm-hmm. The Lord is ever-present with us. The Holy Spirit is ever-present with us. So I can walk with a gentle nature. That means sometimes when Sister, uh, uh, Sister Gwen, First Lady and I might have a disagreement, walk in a gentle nature. Mm-hmm. And if you walk in a gentle nature, you'll never separate because, because when you walk in a gentle nature, you're really more concerned about the person than yourself. Teach. Be gentle. Right. Learn to be gentle. Have a gentle na- You know why some folks look old? They don't have a gentle nature. That's right. They got all the anxiety and stress. Right. You see? Right? And most of it is in the household.
1: That's right.
0: But not here at Christ's Temple North because men and women, we're going to walk and keep a gentle nature. It's just going to be in our nature to be gentle That's right. mm-hmm. because we walk in his footsteps. I walk as Christ. I talk as Christ. I think as Christ. I have the spirit of Christ within me, and if I have that within me, then I have his attitude within me, right? So I have a gentle nature. Yes. That's what this message is all Amen. about. Amen. Be gentle, all right?
1: Now from the Amplified, verse 5, 6, and 7, it says... "And We
0: got three versions that I'm going to do with this, all right?
1: Let your gentle spirit. What
0: kind of spirit do you have? What's in your spirit? You see, some people, it's in their spirit. They have a spiritual disorder. But it says, let, let your, your spirit. Who's in your spirit? All right? I'd like for someone wants to, to come to me, and you all laugh when I say that, when you do as pastors you, and you do counseling for folks who wants to get married. I would love for somebody just one time to come to me and say, a guy, she's a guy sometimes, I love her spirit. You're quiet, you're listening to me? Because you didn't do it. What'd you fall in love with? Let me tell you what's gonna happen. Most of those things you fall in love with is gonna wrinkle up. Male or female? Can I be real? A, a lot of things that function won't be functioning.
1: That's right. That's right. A plane, Pastor.
0: Yeah. Real. There's no, there's no blues song. Things ain't like they used to be. <laughs> you see, but guess what'll be the same? Their spirit. Right. If you fall in love with his or her spirit, it'll be there. Right. Yes. 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 All right. Some I mean, some of them young folks are laughing. You keep living, because one thing I can tell all of y'all that y'all can't tell me, I've been your age. That's right. <laughs> Go ahead. That's right.
1: Again, let your gentle spirit, your graciousness, yes, unselfishness, unwhat? Unselfishness. Unselfish.
0: The thing that tears people up in households, churches, jobs, is selfishness. That's right. Yeah. All right. Mercy. Mercy. Tolerance. of Jesus. And patience. Now that tolerance and patience, y'all pray for pastor David's his faith fell if him not because right. tolerance and patience is something that I have to work on Amen. Amen. and I, I pray about that.
1: Amen. All right. He says, let it be known to all people the Lord is near.
0: Let it be known to all people the Lord is near and ain't nothing on the other side at all. That's
1: right.
0: And if he saying let it be made to all people, there are people looking at you on your job. To see what kind of spirit you carry. You tell them you go to church. That's
1: right.
0: Mm-hmm. Come out. All right? Am I doing all right? Yeah. Okay.
1: He says, don't be anxious about things.
0: And chill out. Don't be anxious about everything. You ever, uh, you ever sometimes I laugh driving, you know, because you know, I, I'm a guy that kind of goes a little fast too sometimes. And folks will be passing me, right? And we meet each other at the stop sign.
1: Right.
0: At the stoplight. Where are you going? Slow down. Slow down. All right?
1: He says instead, pray. Pray about everything. Pray about what? Everything. Pray about what? Everything. Pray about what? Everything.
0: Pray about about it. Pray about it. Have you prayed about it? Pray about it. You see?
1: He longs to hear your requests. So talk to God about your needs and be thankful for what has come.
0: Talk to God about your needs and be thankful for what has come, because it can be no, right. it can be right. yes, mm-hmm. it can be wait, mm-hmm. right. but God, I thank you mm-hmm. yes. for whatever comes, all right. Right. I thank you, yes, all right?
1: And know that the peace of God... Yes,
0: Lord, and that's something that... You, let me tell you, all there ain't nothing like peace. Amen. Ain't nothing like peace, Amen. all right?
1: He says, a peace that is beyond any and all of our human understanding.
0: And and, and what that means is you have peace in your spirit, and you have peace of mind, and people got all that chaos going. They don't understand it, but I'm living in God's peace, you see? I love my relationship with Sister Gwen and I. I didn't know it was such a great thing. They call it the emptiness syndrome. Your empty-nest syndrome is called when you get our age, peace. Right. You can take, you can drop the grandkids back off, but you have peace. That's right. Yes, people, you've got to have peace. Seek peace of mind. That's right. Have peace in your home. You can't have that there unless you have it in your spirit. Yes. All right?
1: He says, and this peace will stand watch over your hearts and minds. And
0: peace will stand watch over your hearts Heart and mind because peace will watch and it won't let anxiety get in. It won't let stress get in. And it'll watch over your heart. It's a beautiful thing to have peace. That's right. All right.
1: He says, in Jesus the anointed one.
0: Yes. Keep going, please.
1: The NIV says, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding. Nobody's gonna
0: understand it because it is so great a feeling and an emotion, nobody can even write about it. But it's a good thing. To have peace, you know, uh, it's, it's it's just wonderful. Some people ask me; they ask me, "What are you gonna do on your birthday?" I said, "I'm gonna be chilling."
1: That's right.
0: You see, I didn't done, done enough before I was saved to celebrate the rest of them.
1: Amen.
0: You see, I'm going home and have peace. You see, I tried something else that's working for me. I've been listening to praise and worship music before I go to sleep. You know, I'm in bed, and I, you know, we got all this stuff now. And you can get all those channels. And found out that wasn't working, because that was firing me up. I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> so what I've done now, and I slept well. Last night, I went to bed at 10 o'clock. Didn't wake up till 6.30. I'm feeling good. You see, I'm feeling good. Guess what I've done? Turn everything off. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Peace. And just enjoyed God's peace, and I had a peaceful rest. All right. All right. Peace is important in your life. Amen. Amen. Peace is very important. Yes, you see, how many of you ever prayed and said, "God, we want your peace yes. to enter us yes. and be over this home."
1: Yes. That's right. That's right. All right. The Bible says this peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In Christ
0: Jesus, it will do that. And here I go. Okay.
1: Verse eight says, "Finally, brothers and sisters." And I
0: like what he does there. He puts us all together. He gets the brothers and the sisters, and listen to this. Fill your mind with beauty and truth. Fill your mind with beauty and truth. Beauty. You know, there's nothing like beauty. You know what is a beautiful thing? It's get up in the morning and just walk outside and stand on, if you have a deck or wherever you're at, and just look at the beauty of life. It's quiet, birds and squirrels and all that stuff. It's beautiful. True. Look for the beauty in life. Let, let me do this here again. Read that again because I've lost my way. Oh, here it is. Finally, beautiful and truth. Fill your mind with beauty and truth. You know what should be beauty? All you married couples? Look at each other and find the beauty, the beauty and the truth. You see? You see? There's beauty. There's beauty in him. There's beauty in her. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. You know you're going to hear about this. And women are the worst. They hear everything the pastor says. Guys drift. (laughs) All right?
1: Then he says, meditate on whatever is honorable, whatever is right. We're
0: going to deal with things that are honorable and what is right, what is pure, what is lovely, what is good. Get your mind on the right things, the honorable things, the good things, the pure things. Who's in your ear? What are you thinking about? Is it honorable? Is it good? Is it pure? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? Said, honorable things, good things, pure things, get this right. That's right. And then everything else will fall in line. That's right. And I think there's something else on there. Yeah,
1: it? he says, whatever is <laughs> virtuous and praiseworthy.
0: And praiseworthy. Whatever is praiseworthy. I'm getting it all together. I walk outside. God's nature is praiseworthy.
1: Amen.
0: Right? Amen. Thank God for it. Your wife is praiseworthy. That's right. Your husband is praiseworthy. Amen. Your family's praiseworthy. Amen. Are you understanding where I'm coming from? That's right. That's right. Start praising about things. Thank God for things. I'm, i thank God that that I thank God that I'm able to stand here before you all. Amen. Right? Amen. Right. Amen. Somebody asked me, said, because most churches now are they've lost a lot of members because of COVID, you, you know, and this and that. And, most, I don't care how big the churches are losing. They're worried about who ain't there. I'm so glad you're here. Right. I'm so glad you're here. Amen. You see, I'm not going to let Satan play that game with me. You see, we've, we're just praiseworthy. And I praise you, and I'm grateful for you, and I thank you for attending this service today. I'm not thinking about who ain't here. You are praiseworthy. We're not going to set up here and do a sermon of what people need to do, shouldn't do. We're going to do a sermon about the beautiful members that I see. Amen.
1: Yeah. Amen. Praiseworthy. Amen.
0: You see? Is she praiseworthy? Amen. Guys, come on, guys. Is Amen. she praiseworthy? Is he praiseworthy? Yeah. You see? You ain't got time to be negative.
1: That's
0: right. You see?
1: Then he says, "Keep to the script."
0: Hey, keep to the script.
1: Whatever you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, do it. Do it. And the God of peace he says,
0: will walk with you. Yeah, said, "Do what I've done, and you walk to me, and the God of peace will walk with you." That's right. Yeah, don't you want the God of peace to walk with you? Amen. Yeah, you see, said God's got people that you need to look at. There's people who mentor me that I've never talked to. I'm going to say it again because I didn't get much action over here. There's people who mentor me that I've never talked to. Right. But I've watched how they do their life and how they carry on in life. And that mentors me. You see? Yeah, nothing like peace of mind, folks. Ain't nothing like a little bit of peace of mind. All right, where am I at? Amplified,
1: verse 9. all right. The things which you have learned and received and heard and seen in me.
0: See, listen to me. That comes from the pulpit on down because somebody's looking at you. Are you living a life that you could go to someone and say, you need to look at my life? My life doesn't have that. And then tell them why. Look at my life. Because some people are doing it right. Isn't that right? Now, a bunch of us in here can tell you how to do it wrong. Yes, sir. That's right. But some people are doing it right. You see? All right.
1: He says, Practice these things in daily life. Do you what? Practice. He
0: said, Practice these things in daily life. Guess who doesn't take a day off, Satan, then don't you take a day off. Practice them in daily life, every day. Practice these things. I'm telling you, I'm going to say it this way, I promise you, you'll have a better life. If you get this lesson today, your marriages will be better, your families will be better, your life will be better. I'm telling you, it works. If it didn't work, it wouldn't be in here. All right,
1: and then he says, "And the God who is the source and the of God,
0: peace, God is the what?
1: Source of peace and well-being will be with you.
0: And the God who is the source of peace—if He's the source of peace, why ain't you asking Him for it? Come on, ask Him for that, Lord. My mind is disturbed, and I got too many things going on in my head. I need for You to move all of the negative things out of my head and bring Your peace of mind into my mind." That's right. do that for you? You will never have a problem in your life right. if you get this lesson
1: That's right.
0: in these households. You see, folks worried about stuff don't even matter. Right. Who cares? Right. You know, do you know something I find a tragedy for people? Say what, Pastor? Right. There are people who don't like me. What a tragedy for them. Wow, what a great loss in their life. Not liking Johnny Chesterfield Jr. That's right. You know? Yes, sir. Because it doesn't matter what they think of me, it only matters what I think of them. That's why I have peace. You got the right to not like me. Dumb, but you got the right to not like me. You see? I'm not going to be disturbed by somebody else's, huh? non-peaceful life trying to bring me into all kind of chaos. Right. Period. Amen. Alright? Okay.
1: Now I'm going to read Philippians Thanks. chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. Here's what I pray for you. Father, may their love grow more and more in wisdom and insight. Your
0: pastor prays that prayer for you all in here. That I, I, my prayer is that your love grows more and more. And wisdom and insight. You know what wisdom will do? Is this worth dealing with?
1: Right? That's right. That's what wisdom will do.
0: Wisdom will get you to doing what's important and what's not important. You see? Yeah. Wisdom, God's wisdom. Get out of your emotions, get out of your feelings, and use God's wisdom. That's
1: right.
0: And God's what? What's that other word he says there?
1: Insight. Insight.
0: Because God sees in. I was talking to a brother yesterday, and he was talking about Jakara. What's her name, Jakara, the little runner? That, yeah, and, they were, and the brother was talking about her, and he said, well, she's trying to get tension. And I asked him, did you, ha- did you have tension in your house? And he said, yeah. He said, well, then you didn't have to try to get it. She's trying to get something she's never had. You understand what I'm saying? That's called wisdom yes. and insight. People do things for a certain reason. That's right. well, short lesson for you. Quit dealing with facts and deal with causes. That's right. Once you deal with the cause, you find out that person needs to be ministered to. That's
1: right.
0: That person needs to be loved. Read her story. You understand what I'm saying? you all with me? You see? Okay.
1: Verse 10, it says, so then they will be able to examine and determine the best from everything else.
0: You need to examine and determine the best from everything. Should I deal with this or should I not deal with this? Is this for me to do? this for me not to do? That's in everything. Should I buy a house? Should I buy a car? Should I get married? Should we have children? What? In everything. Examine it. You need to examine everything and determine what is best. You see? That takes time to sit down. You got to get out of your feelings, get out of your emotions. And you sit down and, and you take inventory and you edit yourself and you examine yourself. And you know if everybody in every household would do this and every relationship would do this, you'd never have an argument.
1: That's right.
0: That's right. Just keep going. When and folks get quiet, they're getting tired or sleepy know. or they're getting upset at me. I still got security. Y'all don't know what he said in that in here, but I still got security <laughs> up in here. All right. It's
1: the truth anyhow, Pastor. Yeah. <laughs> then he says, and on the day of the anointed one, the day of his judgment.
0: And this coming. Yeah, and if you read Revelations, you might be getting real nervous because all the stuff is going on now is letting us know, that book is for real, right? That's right.
1: <laughs> he says, let them stand pure and blameless.
0: That's right.
1: Filled with the fruit of righteousness. And that's
0: what we want to do in here. We want to stand pure and blameless, filled with the fruit of righteousness. Yes.
1: That ripens through Jesus the anointed.
0: Okay, keep going.
1: All this, I pray, with a view to God's ultimate praise and glory.
0: You need to take that home. Thank you. Take that home. I have the amplified here. It says if needed, and since it's just 30 minutes, we're going to go ahead and do this. I always have extra stuff. Can I do extra stuff, say yes. Yeah. See that make you feel good like you had some power to really get this. Again, this is verse nine through
1: 11 from the amplified. Here we go. And this, I pray, that your love may abound more and more.: How much? More, more and more?
0: That your love may abound more and more. You can't love enough. You can't love enough. God, I want to love more and more. And guess what? The people around you get the benefits. Some people just need you to love them. They won't have to seek it. You see? Do you know that I grew up and not one time did my parents ever say they loved me? You see, they used to say, well, that's just, we don't need all that. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. That's right. Amen. We won't tell the story, so I went seeking it. And went to all the wrong places. That's how important this love is. That's right. All right.
1: It says, displaying itself in greater depth, in real knowledge. And in practical insight.
0: Practical insight. We'll go ahead and read So that you
1: may learn to recognize and treasure what is excellent.
0: That's what we're after in this church. You need to recognize, I'm going to use it different, the treasures that's excellent. That's right. Some of you got a treasure sitting next to you and you ain't figured it out. Well, That's right. That's right. Speak it. Rookie. You know what pastor said, I'm a treasure in your life. <laughs>
1: that's
0: right. Uh, oh, she's going to say that to you, that's why he said amen. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> All right, here we go. He
1: says, identifying the best and distinguishing moral differences.
0: Identifying the best and distinguishing moral dis. Come on, people. All right, here we go. And that
1: me. you may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ.
0: That's what we're trying to do up here.
1: Which is actually living lives that lead others away from sin. That's
0: what we're supposed to do. That's
1: right.
0: When people see you happy and full of joy and happiness and love, they'll follow you. That's
1: right.
0: If some people don't come to church, ask me why they don't come to church. They work with you.
1: That's right. I'll see your life. All right. Here we go. And then we are filled with the fruit of righteousness, mm-hmm. which comes through Jesus Christ. And that's the only
0: place you can get the fruit of righteousness. Only place you can get the fruit of righteousness is through Jesus Christ. And I love that righteousness. The Bible says God hears the prayers of the righteous. Yeah, right. And the fruit of righteousness only comes through Jesus Christ. You used to be inferior when you were not saved, but you saved now. When you are saved, that means you are righteous. You have the, re- you have the right to go before Christ and kneel down and pray because you become righteousness through the rest through his death and resurrection. That's right. All right.
1: To the glory and praise of God so that his glory may be both revealed and recognized.
0: Enough. Can we do it? Yes. Give God a hand clap. Yes. Ready? Yes. All right. Amen. We're going to make the devil mad today. Right. That's right. We're going to make the devil mad because he,